Hello and welcome to Revival and Extinction, the podcast where I play a game and tell you how good it is. My name is Adam and I'm your host for this evening and you're my best friend, but also let's kill those fucking bloodsuckers. So, dear listeners, as you would have noticed from the episode title this evening, there are actually two things that I'll be covering off this afternoon. One being a very short game, a visual novel, uh, a idol or a idol, however you want to use that subversive title. And because this was such a short visual novel and visual novels have so much content and I don't want to spoil it for you I want you to go out and play it and then come back and listen to this so I also decided to talk about one of my other loves that will feature on this show from time to time which is anime so I am probably about a 7 out of 10 weeb I'm someone who has watched Redo of Healer Uncut, but I also don't own a body pillow. Um, So I'll be talking about one of my top five anime, uh, Seraph of the End, or Owari no Seraph. Um, Apologies for my Japanese pronunciation. It is going to be terrible because, like most Westerners, I don't practice these things too much before I just dive into it. So first up though, we will be looking at AI Doll or Idol. Um, It's a visual novel created by Ebahime, that company that produces a number of cute slice of life type visual novels. It came out in April 2018 through a Kickstarter. Um, So people wanted this, people loved the company, loved what they've done in the past. So they put forward this. So what this kind of overall arching plot looks at it follows a girl called Hana who has a phone and has an idol fascination in particular with this one idol so Hana gets home one day she goes on her social media her uh, virtual idol chat and she hears from none other than the idol that she has been obsessing over for a good couple of years um she's been trying to go to these concerts and and one of her fantasies are fulfilled because this idol reaches out for her help she says my coding is being broken down and i will essentially die unless i find my creator to help get my coding stable so this leads hana on a journey around the city and runs into what her her family and some amusing friends along the way but she also runs into the company which starts off as an overarching sinister bad guy type kind of trope um, but however as we learn and delve into the characters who work for that company there is definitely more going on um, so some good things about this are there are a good amount of endings there's nothing more that I love in my visual novels than a good amount of endings it really tailors that replay value that being said you need a skip function which this game also has 
it took me about four hours to get the seven endings in this so that skip function is a big plus um overall the story not great i'm an edgy weeb i love my seinen i love my shonen slice of life isn't really for me that being said it does go along some telenovela lines which i love particularly with two of the employees of the sinister company um domestic girlfriend i'll say that much if you know what i mean you know what i mean and I also really like the localization because what we see with a lot of these, particularly Japanese visual novels, is a lot of things get lost in translation. Um, that being said, this game did come out in 2018. Uh, so localization has come a long way since then and translation has been improved quite a bit. So in my time through my first playthrough, I did a complete playthrough, no skipping, no nothing. Um, I couldn't find any spelling errors, so that is a plus. So then we come to the weaknesses of this, which is the music. It is the same two tracks over and over and over. And when you're sitting at two hours for a first playthrough, no skipping, that gets grating. Um, I actually had to put other music on and turn the sound off for this game because it was just the same, the same six to eight sound beat over and over and over whilst it was very j-poppy um and sweet and cutesy and moe and all those type of things um it really wasn't for me so again this game doesn't have any real weaknesses it's about three australian dollars so about a dollar fifty us on steam um it's just not my style it had interesting relationships and overall plot which actually completed and if you're into Slice of Life or Moe, you're going to like it. So I would recommend it for you. Check it out on Steam if it's on sale or if you can pick it up in a bundle. So next up, I will be talking about Seraph of the End or Awari no Serafu, um, particularly the first season being Vampire Rain. Um, won't be talking about the second season, Battle of Nagoya, just yet. So Seraph of the End is a series set in a world that allegedly comes to an end at the end at the hands of a human-made virus, ravaging the global populace and leaving only children under the age of 13 untouched. It is at this time that vampires emerge from the recesses of Earth, likely followed by age-old horrors of the dark thought to be a myth. A young man named Yuichiro Hyakuya, sorry, joins a vampire extermination unit to avenge the deaths of his orphan family and reclaim his childhood best friend, Mikalia, from the vampires. Um, it started publishing as a manga in Shonen Cheshushi's oh, Jump in September 2012 and then was developed into an anime television that aired for the first season in 2015 and had a total of 24 episodes uh, spread across two seasons. So, this series has one of the most amazing first episodes that I have ever seen, and has a score to back it up. So it basically starts with the virus, like I mentioned earlier, and the human children being taken underground, to basically being served as what's termed livestock by the vampires. So they hook them up to these machines and the vampires obviously use their blood to maintain themselves. 
Um, that being said, certain children are afforded special privileges by what's termed the nobles. Um, it's a very, very class uh, kind of system that the vampires use. So you've got your progenitors, uh, then your noble class, and then your lower class vampires. Um, and certain children that, I guess, ingratiate themselves to the nobles um, get special privileges. It's implied that there's some, and trigger warning, sexual abuse that goes on in regards to that because there is always that kind of link to sex and the drinking of blood with vampires. However, the manga completely clears that up, that there's no no sexual abuse in this series at all. Um, it is kind of implied in the anime, but if you look outside the source material or that so- that set of source material, you can see there's nothing to it. It's simply they're using them as food. Um, and to do that, they afford the humans special privileges, so they give them some nice food, they give them better quarters to live in, um, depending on where they kind of sit in the slave hierarchy or how much blood they give to the nobles or how high the noble is that they give blood to. So you and Mikhail's family try to escape um, and they get slaughtered by this one noble um, in a very, very emotional sequence. And you escapes, um, Mikhail sacrifice or Micah sacrifices himself um, to save you, and you escapes to the outside world. He's then picked up by the Japanese army. Turns out majority of the humans have survived. Um, However, a lot have also died, and their city has just completely gone to ruins. So then you grows up. um, We look at, I think it's about 8 to 10 years later, so that classic 16-year-old anime trope. Um, and he is going to battle school at the army and is eventually recruited into the demon the demon kind of um, campaign or demon killing unit because they use demon infused special weapons that are excellent at killing vampires. Um, so I guess overall, they go through an arc of you procuring his demon weapon, which is really, really good. Has some really good fight scenes. And then he goes off with his squad um, under the command of Lieutenant Colonel Gurin, who is his trophy father figure. But it is nice to see a father figure in an anime. We don't often see them. Um, and then they have to go around to Shibuya, which is under attack by the vampires. Um, I'll talk a little bit about his squad. So in that we have all the, all the tropey characters. So we've got the best girl kind of Dere Dere, uh, Shinwa Hiragi, who wields a demon scythe, who's the cute kind of leader of the squad, um, then we've got Yoichi Satsume, who's the real kind of tropey, frail, kind, caring person. However, still manages to kill the vampires. Um, he's actually got quite a good backstory, and his his arc is quite quite well developed across both the two series of the anime and the manga. He wields the demon bow. We've got Shihu Shiho Kimizuki. 
Um, he's the clear-headed kind of edgelord kind of always battling. He's the foil for the protagonist, essentially, or a minor foil at least, um, as we find out later when Micah, spoiler, he's not dead. He comes back into it, but as a vampire. And then finally Mitsuba, who I really dislike the Sundere trope. And she's 13 and she starts falling for you and it's just all kinds of a bit... Yeah, how do you put it? <laughs> Young girls in anime. Again, a trope, not a good one. Um, this series, again, really good. So the squad goes out to Shibuya. They fight the vampires. They start learning teamwork. All that kind of power of friendship trope does come in a bit, but the action is amazing. And then, dun, 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 we see Micah, who has been transformed into a vampire by the by the vampire leader, Cruel, the first progenitor. Um, he doesn't drink the blood of humans, of course, because he's a tropey boy. He drinks her blood, which makes him a little bit weaker than what would be considered a noble. Um, however, he has a badass sword, which, of course, drinks his own blood because he hates himself. Um, he gets into a fight with Gurin, and then you kind of steps in um, and the secret human experimentation kind of jumps out of you and boom, that's the end of season one. Um, so overall, really great. Would recommend both seasons. Um, there's also a TRPG game that came out in Japan only for the Vita uh, produced by Bandai Namco called Owari no Seraph Unme no Hijima, which is Seraph of the End, Beginning of Destiny. I do intend to check this out um, because I really like the anime. I want to see if they do it justice. Anime games are normally a bit hit and miss, as we will see as I'll cover some anime games in this podcast because a lot are in my library. Um, but from what I've seen online... It is a basic TRPG, so any Fire Emblem fans will not like this. Any fans of the anime and anime games will probably like this because it's a mix of the the social link system and TRPG. So I guess kind of kind of what Fire Emblem Three Houses did to a certain extent, but nowhere near as in depth. Um, so that is it for today's anime tropey video game slash anime series episode um if you have any questions queries or feedback regarding the show please feel free to send me an email on revival.extinction at gmail.com or i frequent quite a few of the discords that i have mentioned in the past big shout out to the steam machine podcast um dalton and his friends check them out at and I will throw their show links once again in the description of the podcast for today. So I have had some complications when it comes to being able to choose games for the show. Um, so it's going to be mixed up a little bit. My little fella, being my son, 
has had some trouble sleeping. So I haven't been able to access the Xbox because that requires a TV. So I've been gaming off my shitty laptop and my Switch handheld at the moment in between getting sleep. Um, so it's kind of changed the format of how I am going to be choosing games. So what I'm going to look at doing is going through my Steam library alphabetically, um, going through my Xbox library reverse alphabetically, and the Switch, whatever I have installed on it. So currently the games that I am playing is Zenith on the Xbox One, uh, Apocalypsis on Steam, and Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, another anime game on the Switch. So depending which of those I finish first will be the next episode. It's looking like it will be Apocalypsis, which is a point-and-click adventure game. So I'm very much looking forward to finishing that off and talking about it. So once again, from your host, Adam, uh, this is Revival and Extinction, and happy gaming. Thank you.